0: so the scripture for this morning is matthew 12 verses 46 to 50 and could the welcome team give the bibles out just raise your hand if you if you need um if you need the bible And before we, we read Matthew, um, I'd like us to just um, have a think about this. I know Lucy did mention about the origin of Mothering Sunday earlier, but I just want us to really look into it again. So we all know that Mothering Sunday is a day when we give thanks and celebrate our mums. We give gifts, we do something nice, we make breakfast in bed. (laughs) Um, And mums are the ones who nurtured our lives, who impacted us. So they are a big part of our lives. But we also have this other side of marketing, and, you know, every time we go to the shops before Mother's Day, there are loads of cards, there are loads of meals, cakes, flowers, and we can easily not even think about the origins of Mothering Sunday. I, myself, only found out about the origins, like, last year. I always thought Mother's Day was some sort of American celebration or something, um, But in the 16th century, Mothering Sunday was less about mothers and more about church. Back then, on Mothering Sunday, people would make a journey to their mother church once a year. This might have been their home church or their nearest cathedral or a major parish church in a bigger town. So the service which took place at the Mother Church symbolized the coming together of families. This would have represented a significant journey for many. So it was an opportunity essentially to go back to a place where you once baptized or a place where you prayed prayed that special prayer of becoming a follower of Christ. And celebrating Mother's Day and celebrating our mothers and their lives is important and special. But I want us to read this passage from Matthew 12 and really look at Jesus' perspective on mothers. So can we have, yeah. So it's Matthew 12, verses 46 to 50. Okay, let's read it together. While Jesus was still talking to the crowd, his mother and brothers stood outside, wanting to speak to him. Someone told him, your mother and brothers are standing outside wanting to speak to you. He replied to him, who is my mother and who are my brothers? Pointing to his disciples, he said, here are my mother and my brothers. For whoever does the will of my Father in heaven is my brother and sister and and mother. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. So, it's a very interesting passage. And it shows us Jesus' reaction to his family. And I think it's a pretty controversial one. So we see in verse 49, um, Jesus asks, who is my mother and my brothers? And I don't think he was saying, or he was asking this question because he was being rude or disrespectful. I think this is a provocative question. And it makes you think of your priorities so the setting took place probably in the house or maybe uh, something like a church building and jesus was ministering to loads of people and when his family came he did not show favoritism towards their blood family so obviously his biological and physiological relationship with Mary, his mother, is a given. We are, we are all born into a family, so we sort of all relate. And I, and I don't think Jesus, Jesus has no intention of dishonoring that. But what he tries to show us, that there is another relationship that is, ba- that is based not on blood, but on faith, and it comes from answering the call of Jesus to follow him. So we all had that moment in our lives when we made that decision, okay, Lord, yes, I'm following you, I'm answering that call upon my life. And when we follow God and we, we are part of his family who does the will of the Father, And this relationship with God and with our brothers and sisters in Christ has a priority over any other form of human relationship. I find it pretty challenging because like, how can you not love your mother and father with all your heart? But what God shows us is that his relationship with the Father God and with the church is a priority and there is no favoritism. And the relationship we have with Jesus is founded on something deeper than even the deepest human relationships of family. We are the family of God and are brothers and sisters to Jesus when we try to do God's will and to make God's kingdom come. So for Jesus, his call... And God's will is a number one in life. So I want to ask you a question. Do you have a relationship with God that is a priority for you? Or let me rephrase it. Do I have my relationship with God as a number one? And just take a couple of seconds just to think about it. Do I have my relationship with God as a number one? What about my Christian brothers and sisters? And I know it's a challenging question to ask because we all have different priorities in our lives. And now I want you to remember that moment in your life when you answered the call to follow Jesus. And I think this Mothering Sunday, it's important for us to remember people who made an impact on our faith and our relationship with God. And it's good to remind ourselves about these special moments that happened in our lives. So I think a Mothering Sunday is a great occasion. So let's just spend another couple of seconds thinking about that special moment when we said, yes, God, I want to follow you. Does everyone remember that moment in their lives? Yeah. And now let's think about a person or maybe a couple of people who actually introduced you, introduced you to faith. Is there someone in your life that talked about Jesus to you and that sort of grabbed your attention and you, and you made that decision, yes, I want to follow Christ? I think we all have story to tell. Um, my sort of my decision to follow Christ. Um, I made it when I was 12, and I come from a Christian family, so my parents were ministers. They were leading a church, so churches, sort of, I always <laughs> been hanging out on Sundays in the church. But there was one particular occasion when um, I traveled with my dad to another church, and he was talking about being born again. And there is this passage um, where, it talks, where someone heard about being born again and asks the question, so does it mean that I have to go into my mother's womb and then come out again to, in order to be born again? And it really captured my attention because I'm like, well, I go to church, my parents are Christian, and I know God, but there was something different this time. And I remember after my dad preached I went and I asked him, so dad, tell me, I said, I I think I'm a Christian, but this sounds very different. And and he explained to me, and that evening, I was like, you know what, I actually want to follow Christ and I want to make it my decision, not based on the faith of my parents or faith of my friends. And, um, From that day, I felt the Holy Spirit entering my life and I was never the same. And praise the Lord, (laughs) I'm still going with God and following his call. So do you have someone in your life who introduced you to faith? Yeah, some of us do. Well, so Mothering Sunday is remembering these people, remembering your journey. So what I want us to do, um, is I'm gonna, um, the welcome team will give out um, thank you postcards and, and pens. And what I want you to do is to look back on that special moment of your life and think about that special person. Maybe you've got a couple of people. But think about that special person who made that impact on your life. And use this card to just say thanks to this person. And it's up to you. If you want, you can send that card to that friend, to that person. But at the same time, you can leave it just between you and God. So what I want you to use is this sort of brown card with a thank you. And then you've got leaf or a flower which you keep it for a bit later so I want yeah I want you to have a thank-you card that's right Um, so we're gonna we're gonna put a song and we'll have around two minutes and just spend that time reflecting and reminding yourself of your story and writing a thank you letter to your friend or someone dear to you well it's good to spend some time thinking about um that person isn't it and um, now i want us to look quickly into our second passage second corinthians chapter 5 verses 17 to 20. So what we did now, we remembered our journeys, we remembered that moment when we became Christians, and now we're going to look into the future. So let's read this passage. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, the new creation has come, the old old has gone, the new is here. All this is from God, who reconciled us to himself through Christ and gave us the ministry of reconciliation So this passage points us towards the future and that verse 17 says, therefore if anyone is in Christ, the new creation has come. The old is now gone, so now we're gonna look into the future. We now follow Christ, we are a new creation and we truly know who God is and what gift it is to have him in our lives. And therefore, this key verse, I want us to look at verse 20. We are therefore Christ's ambassadors. So therefore, we shall not be silent. We shall not keep it to ourselves. The new life, the redemption, the gospel of Christ is for us to share with the ones who don't know anything about God. And You know, Jesus' life is is based on making disciples, introducing people to who he is. And I believe that this is a call for each one of us here. It doesn't, the age is irrelevant. God has chosen each one of us from zero to 100 years old. We are all here to introduce people to Christ. Christ. And our gifts as well, our gifts that are given to us from God is for us to share and for us to bless people. And I've got a question to ask you. Who are you discipling? Do you have anyone in your life you introducing to God, to God's love? Who are you taking on the journey of faith? And I know in my life, it's sometimes a bit embarrassing to share about God. We all feel a bit shy. But once we do it, God is with us and God is for us. And God will use us. And I want us to, um, I've got actually two pictures to illustrate. Um, So can I have picture number one? So... This is a tree, it's sort of a naked tree, doesn't have any leaves. And then next picture, it's a tree full of blossom. Well, we can see all around South End these beautiful trees with flowers. And I just wanted us to look at these two images. So the first one is sort of us on our own, and then when we share the gospel of Christ, these all different flowers come up, and life comes, and the body of Christ, the family of God is alive, but it happens because we share. So if we don't share, we're just going to stay like this naked tree, But when we share and when we make that brave step of, yes, I want my friend to know about Christ, we take them on the journey and we transform into this beautiful tree. So, and as a response, I thought we can be a bit creative and using these illustrations, um, we've made this... um, naked tree for now and you all have a leaf or a flower and I encourage you to think about a person or a couple of people in your life that you will commit to spreading the good news sharing your faith with Um, and then once you've written the name down this naked tree will hopefully have leaves and flowers and will look like this um, tree on the, on the image. So as we do that, we're gonna, we're gonna sing. Well, the worship team will lead us in worship and just use this time to pray and commit in faith to whom you're going to spread the gospel this year.